The Money Podcast by best-selling author of Money, Rob Moore, dives into how to make, manage, and master money. How to know more, make more, and give more. How to save, invest, and raise money. The Money Podcast is for anyone who wants to make more money in a job, profession, or passion. For money masters and money disasters. They say money doesn't make you happy. Rob says it does. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, teaching very young kids about money. Now, I get asked a lot to help people and to write books on teaching kids about money. Uh, The problem is, uh, teaching your kids at zero to four years old, four to maybe eight years old, eight up to maybe teens and then teens and beyond, it's a very different thing that you need to teach them about money. So um, as of yet, I haven't written books in all those niches, but I'm going to focus in this podcast and live feed video into 4N on teaching your very young kids money. So like naught to four. Um, there are a few basic things I, can, I think you can do, which will give them a good head start, um, probably get them knowing more about money than any other of their kids at their nursery. Um, and hopefully teach them to be entrepreneurial and to value money. So the first thing is uh, when you get them to count, usually people get um, their kids to count, I don't know, with objects um, or with numbers, try and get them counting with money. So counting with coins and notes, Um, obviously 1p1, 2p2, 5p5. Um, So from with my son, Bobby, from a very early age, like two, Um, We had him learning to count, but in denominations of money. Uh, I found that that really helped him develop a sense of what money is at a very young age. Now, by the way, before I get the people who are a bit like, oh, teaching them to be greedy, evil capitalist bastards, um, I'm not yet teaching him to love money. I'm just getting him really sort of on a very basic level learning about money. Uh, The next thing then is teaching your children the denominations of money. Um, So that's not just our currency of pounds and pence and notes. It's also things like Krugerrands and gold bullion. Um, I did a deal with my son when he was four, which was a mistake, by the way, that if he got a hole in one, he could win a Krugerrand. Now, um, he was kids are very interested in learning stuff. Um, and, you know, he wanted to know what a Krugerrand was. So I showed him it's a nice big gold coin. It's worth usually eight, nine hundred quid, something like that. How much is that worth, Daddy? Nine hundred pounds. Wow. Uh, Bobby, how much is nine hundred pounds? It's nine hundred one pound coins. What can you buy with nine hundred pounds? Um, and, you know, he, he's very much got involved in being interested about it. Uh, the little bugger, though, went and got four hole-in-ones between the age of four and six. So I had to pay him nearly four grand in Krugerrands. Um, there are other uh, gold coin denominations, which you know, I, I've, I've taught Bobby. Um, so all the denominations of money. The next thing is I'm very in a fortunate position where I don't have to work anymore. I, I retired. Well, retired. I still do loads of stuff, but I don't have to. I, I don't have to earn money anymore. Um, and so we travel around the world. We go to Dubai a lot. We go to America a lot. We go to Cayman a lot. So getting them to learn the denominations and the counting in different currencies expands their mind and their ability to count. In, it's almost like counting in a different language. Um, so we found that getting them to count in dirhams and getting them to count in dollars, um, that really, really um, expanded his knowledge. I mean, when he was sort of two or three, when the kids can only just speak, Bobby was talking about money and denominations that even some of the teachers didn't know. Um, So he's getting awareness of money, getting used to it from a very young age. 
then as soon as um, I think it's possible to do, which is probably about age three, it may be a bit before or after, depending on your child, then you can start getting them to earn very small basic amounts of money. Um, now, I believe, and I'm not, not, not everyone is the same belief in this, I'm gonna, you've obviously got to do what's right for you, but I don't believe children should be paid for chores in the house. I think that chores in the house are things they should do anyway, um, because that's part of being in a family. But things may be outside of the chores of the house, I don't know, washing the car, maybe doing some stuff in the garden, not tidying up and loading the dishes, which should be done anyway you can start to pay them for that. So start paying them 20p, 50p a pound for jobs that they do. Um, you know, like, I believe that the capitalist system is a, a merit-based reward system, i.e. when you produce something of value that someone else perceives is valuable, you'll get remunerated in salary or earnings or rewards. I wanna teach my kids that at a very young age. I just did a one-to-one -one call with someone whose um, wife's daughter, not his, because it was from a previous marriage. She's 16 and um, he asked me for some tips on teaching her about money um, because he said that she's pretty, um, in, in a way, spoiled and her uh, dad just gives her everything that she wants when she asks. Uh, and the capitalist system, whether you like capitalism or not, it's the system that's ubiquitous in all bar a few countries and certainly nearly every listener of my podcast. Um, you know, the capitalist system... Um, is, is the one that we use. And that is a merit-reward-based system where you produce something that others can use. It has utility, value, it serves, it solves, it gets rid of problems, it makes people's lives easier, faster, better. And you get remunerated for that. And I think you want to teach that with, to your kids from a very young age. So be careful not to give them anything um, that might make them feel like the world just gives them stuff, i.e. it's more of a communist-based world. Um, and, and, and try and teach them the value of working uh, and then getting some kind of payment or reward. Now, of course, entrepreneurship is slightly different in that in your, in your job, it can be the job you're told to do that you do, you get paid for, and people can either do the minimum or do overtime and get paid a bit more. In the world of entrepreneurship, it's not about time, it's about value. So often I'll try and get my kids to do stuff that I, I don't necessarily pay them for time, I pay them for the job and the quality of the job. And if the job is of really high quality, even if it didn't take them much time at all, I might reward them with a little bit more money or something. Uh, so, because I don't want to teach them that the amount of hours you work equals the amount of money you get paid. Um, because if they end up going through the sort of public system and becoming working in a job and earning a salary, that's fine. That's the system, the te system teaches them to do that. I don't need to really teach them anything else. Um, but if they want to be an entrepreneur, the system doesn't really teach them that. So get them to do things that are outside of, I don't, I'm not really into pocket money um, or allowances. I'm more into giving them opportunities to do jobs, to get rewards. And then what you like to do uh, when they go from three to four to five is just slightly escalate the difficulty of them. Um, because I think that also um, our capitalist society rewards people who solve meaningful problems. Um, and sometimes those meaning pro meaningful problems are really hard and you don't want to do them. And you can see with your young kids how they can just really sort of melt down as soon as anything gets slightly difficult. And the challenge for me has been how do I push my kids to that boundary where it's a little bit difficult and it's pushing them to grow, but doesn't make them completely melt down. Um, so just increasing the 
difficulty of the jobs and the reward of the jobs, I think gives them a really good balanced view. The next thing is, um, there's a great book called You Are Awesome by Matthew Syed, who I interviewed on my Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. Fantastic book. Um, got loads of great stories of raising kids. Um, there's many great books on sort of raising kids, but I would definitely recommend that one. I wrote a book called Money, uh, which I think will help you um, teach your kids everything they need to know about money in the system, how it works, the story, the psychology, the history. But it's not written for young children. Therefore, you may decide to read it and then read um, back to them some of the elements and change them. Um, another thing before we go is that uh, when Bobby was very young, i.e. before he could read, I would read him stories and then I would change the story. And I would put in there uh, maybe him as the protagonist of the story. And I'd talk, I put a lot of golf stories in there because I've, I, um, my son's really into golf. He's played in the World Championships for quite a few years. And um, you know, he's, he's a very good standard, one of, one of the best in the world at the moment, actually. Um, and then when he kind of figured out what I was doing, because it was all golf, 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 and he's looking at all these books going, that's not about golf. You can then start seeding in things about money. So while they can't read the words, you can read the words and you can put things in about money that you want them to learn, i.e. you can create something, a product, a service, um, without um, any kind of need for help or, um, or without buying anything. And if you serve people and solve a problem for them, um, then you'll get rewarded for it and you can charge for that uh, and just start weaving in the stories um, anything you want to teach them about money. Now, of course, when they can read, uh, then that probably pivots into looking for something else to get in, into their heads. Um, from when my son was in his mummy's tummy, um, we were reading and listening to audiobooks on raising kids. Brian, Brian Tracy's one was good. Um, there's Zig Ziglar's, that's the doorbell, I'll have to go in a minute. From a pre-age, we were listening to a lot of these. One of the common themes in, in the books was early in the morning at late at night is a very important time because your kids are impressionable because it defines their day. So if they go to sleep with something on their mind, that could ruin their day or affect their day. Um, and if they get up with something on their mind or the morning goes bad, that could affect their day. So they're most impressionable early in the morning and late at night. So make sure you read them stories at night and don't just read them the story stories, read them the stories um, that can you know, guide them to learn about capitalism, about value creation, about money as a reward system, about the, the elements of competition, um, slowly, slowly until they get old enough to really understand it for themselves. Um, uh, and also any problems or difficulties or challenges you are, they are, are having, you can weave into those stories. All right, so thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.